Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha, and it is a new month. And so that means a fresh batch of new topics and focus areas. And today I wanted to start with bookkeeping. So I decided to do this episode about bookkeeping because I recently had a client slash friend of mine who has having some difficulty with her bookkeeping and just keeping her books in check. And it's something that she outsourced in the past and she's just been having some issues. And so I really wanted to dive in and talk about this topic because I do think that finances and keeping track of our income and our expenses is a daunting task for a lot of small businesses. And a lot of people don't like to look at it. They don't like to touch it. They just hope that it is all working out. And we know that's not the case. And so I wanted to try to make bookkeeping a little bit less scary, something more manageable for people. um, And just at the very least, something that you can understand better. So you're not as afraid of it and can ask questions or the right questions if you are thinking about outsourcing your bookkeeping. So this episode is going to be a little, I guess, accounting heavy, but feel free to take notes, pause, rewind, keep track of your favorite sections or sections that you know you might have questions on. Um, you can always email me, guys. You can email me at hello at buy-sasha.com and ask any questions that you have about the episode. But I really just wanted to kind of do a deep dive into bookkeeping. Let's start, of course, by addressing what is bookkeeping. If you don't know what bookkeeping is, it's the process of recording your financial transactions so you know exactly how much you're making and where your money is going. It is foundational to running a profitable business because if you do not know how much you're bringing in or where your money is going, you're going to have a hard time figuring out how you can expand your profitability, where you can spend money, how you can spend your money in different focus areas. And so it is very important to not only have a business strategy around your finances, but to keep up with your bookkeeping. A lot of people don't like doing the financial aspect of their business, like I said, because it can be scary. Nobody likes to see that they're not making money or you know where their expenses are going they don't keep track of those things during the month and so it can be a lot to do at any given time but it's important that you are keeping track of your business finances so at the very least you know whether or not your business is being profitable and whether or not it's something that you need to be continuing because if you are not having a profitable business that's okay but there does become a point where you should be considering whether or not this business still makes sense So when it comes to doing your bookkeeping, the first thing you want to do is figure out what your bookkeeping method is. A lot of softwares will help you with this. I personally use Wave apps. It's W-A-V-E-A-P-P-S dot com. It makes bookkeeping so much more easier and they choose a method that really makes the most sense when it comes to keeping track of your finances. But if you've taken a basic accounting class, there's two main ways that you can keep your books. One is single entry and one is double entry. Most accounting softwares do a double entry method, which means they are recording an income 
or a transaction on one side and then they're repeating the transaction matching somewhere else. So I'll explain that in a second. Single bookkeeping works well if you just have one or two financial transactions every month. It can work for freelancers or sole proprietors, but really the easiest way to do your bookkeeping is double entry, which means you record each transaction twice, once as a debit and once as a credit. So what's a debit and credit? Debit is money that comes out. Credit is money that goes in, right? So depending on the accounts that you have, it's just how you can keep track of money coming and going. When you do double entry, it makes it easier and less likely for you to make a mistake because you are recording transaction in two different sides. So that's all that it means. Like I said, if you are using a bookkeeping or accounting software, they're going to use double entry accounting anyway. So I don't want you to get too caught up on that. It's more so I want you to be able to understand what's taking place. So if you are using an accounting software like Wave, what they're doing is setting up something called a general ledger, right? Way, way back in the day, a general ledger was an actual physical book where people wrote down every single transaction that happened in a business. So it was used to organize before things like spreadsheets or accounting software were were even in existence. So every time you perform a financial transaction in your business, whether you're making a sale, whether you are paying a bill, you that should get recorded into that general ledger. And if you have an accounting software, that's going to be done for you automatically, right? A lot of times it can connect directly to your bank accounts. It'll pull in, in that information and you can just get it, you know, you can just check it, which I'll get into in a moment. If you're doing this on your own, then you can use something like Google Sheets, Microsoft Excel, and you literally just want to enter every transaction that you have in your business. So every time you make a sale, you're going to put that on your spreadsheet. Every time you have an expense, you're going to mark that on your spreadsheet. And what we're going to do next is actually the important part because it's not so much, yes, you want to make sure that you're actually, you know, keeping track of your transactions, but in order to get a deeper understanding of your business, the next part is what really matters. And that's creating business accounts, right? That's figuring out exactly where your money is going. So in typical accounting speak, you have about five, there are five basic types of accounts. There's asset accounts, which is any resource that you own as a business owner. So things like inventory or property are asset accounts. Those are things that have an asset to them. Liabilities is everything where you record all your obligations and debts that you owe. These are not the same as expenses. Liabilities are things that you owe for a longer period of time. So things like monthly rent payments, right? Those are gonna be your liabilities. Those are bigger expense accounts. Then you have your revenue and income accounts, exactly what it sounds like. It's where your business earns money. Anything from inventory sales, client sales, one-on-ones, anything like that, the main revenue income of your business. You're also gonna have an expense or expenditure account, which records all the cash that flows out from your business. So things like everything from playing from your website software, your hosting, your accounting software, all of that stuff is an expense account. And then lastly, you have equity accounts, which is where you hold interest in the business if you have stock shares. For the most part, when you're doing basic business accounting, if you are a small business, you really only have to worry about expenses and revenue because that's typically where you'll see the most transactions. Now, you might have asset accounts if you do things like hold inventory, 
If you're doing something like that, I strongly suggest you just kind of work with the bookkeeper or find a tax accountant to at least walk you through how to set that up. But for the most part, where we're going to be operating in today is your expense and your revenue account. So when you have those two accounts, what you want to do is start classifying all of your expenses and all of your revenue into categories. So you have the type of account, which is revenue or expense, and then you're going to have an account name. And this is the type of expense or revenue that it is. So for example, I have a couple of expense accounts that I do bookkeeping in every month. I have a monthly website hosting. I have a monthly flow desk uh, payment that I make every month. I have an auto account that I use for transcripts. Things like that all become different expenses. So I have an expense account called computer software. I have one called office supplies. So anytime I go to Staples or Office Depot and I'm buying pens or notebooks or my monthly planner, all of that is an office expense. I have an advertising expense budget. That is when I'm using things like Facebook ads. So those are different type of expense names, different expense accounts. And so you want to start classifying your expenses into those different categories because later on that's going to help you better understand where your money is going. Now, if you have a business that can earn income in several different ways, I also want you to start classifying your income. So I also sell physical goods on my website, which means I have different sales income accounts. So I have one for sales products. I have one for business consulting, which is what I do one-offs for some of my clients. It's not my general strategy work because that's the main focus of my business. But if I do consulting for somebody else's business, I classify that as business consulting. If you are a social media manager, for example, you can classify by the type of clients you have. You can have whether they are full strategy clients or full social media clients or whether they only do content curation because that also helps you understand where your money is coming in and which one of those categories is making you the most money. Because again, having and reviewing your books can help you make better business decisions. If you are a social media manager, for example, and you see that a lot of your money is coming in from content curation versus full social media management, that might prompt you to advertise that service more or do away with full social media management. So it can help you make better business decisions when you know where your money is coming and going. Once you have all of that set up, again, you're going to start recording every financial transaction so you can see what is happening with your money. Now, like I said, I have Wave, which does it automatically for me. It brings in my bank transactions for me. I just have to go in and reconcile it, which means I have to check that actually, yes, it did happen. Make sure that the system is categorizing it correctly. So sometimes it could bring in, a, it can bring in an expense and it might mark it as like office supplies when really it's like a software expense. So I'm just making sure that it's categorized correctly and then I just mark it as reviewed. And so if you are using a financial accounting software, it does make it a lot easier but again, you can use something like Google Sheets or Excel to do the same type of work. You just want to make sure that you're entering all of your information. The last thing that you're going to do, or the second to last thing really, is called balancing the books. We've all heard this. You balance the books every month. What that really means is, is that you're tallying up all of your debts, so all of the expenses that you had, and all of your credits, all of the income that you earned, to make sure that they match. And that means that they're balanced. So that might not make sense when we think about money coming in and going out, 
And it's because if when, if you're using an accounting software, you don't really see it that way. It's hard to picture if those two accounts match because your your software is going to do that double entry for you. It's going to essentially increase an expense account by a certain amount and decrease a revenue account by a certain amount. But what you are looking for to balance the book. So let's say, for example, over the course of a month, you had $3,000 in expenses and $5,000 in income, right? So clearly there's a difference there of $2,000. That means that you need to decrease your revenue account by $2,000 in order to show that $3,000 went out on the expense side. Now I know that can be tricky. Math is not my strong suit as well. That's why I highly suggest using something like an accounting software, but essentially those expenses should match. If you have $3,000 going out, it should show that on your income side, $3,000 went out. It's just to make sure that those books are balanced and that all the expenses and revenue are accounted for. If you have taken a basic accounting class, you know that your liabilities plus equity equals your assets. I don't want you to worry too much about that because it doesn't really make much of a difference when you're doing this by hand. Um, If you're doing it in an accounting software, again, they're going to do a lot of this process automatically. It's just make sure that both sides of the equation matches. It's going to make sure that your books are balanced. Now, if you're using a accounting software and it's done all of this work for you, you've went and you've checked off your expenses, everything looks correct, all of your income is showing as correct, your books are now balanced. Now the important part is that you want to start running financial reports. The biggest one that I find most helpful is your profit and loss statement. It's also called an income statement. And this is a report that breaks down what your business does in revenues, its costs and expenses over a period of time. As you start looking at profit and loss reports, you can compare them, you can compare your sales and expenses, and it can actually help you make forecasts for the future of your business. So for example, if you are a product-based business and you know that the holidays are a big time for you, what your profit and loss statement probably looks like is that a couple of months prior to the holidays, you probably are showing a lot in expenses going out because you're probably having to stock up on inventory, which is fine because come the holiday time, your revenue side is going to be very heavy because you are selling a lot of product. So if you know that, if you can see that in your profit and loss report, that can help you anticipate going forward how much you should be spending to build up that inventory prior to the holiday season and what you can expect in revenue as a return. Because of course you don't want to spend too much building up inventory if you're not selling it all. So it allows you to forecast where money is coming in and coming out. It also helps you look at things if you have extra money coming in. Like I mentioned earlier, one of your services is a very big income generator for you. How can you monetize that even more? How can you take that and expand on it? If content creation is really killing it for you and you are doing really well in that, but you're struggling to get full social media management clients, one, do you have to advertise differently for full social media management? Have you found your niche inexplicably and now you should focus more on just content creation? When you start to see numbers like that, it can help you forecast and make better decisions for your business. These financial reports, a lot of them you can run in real time when you're using an accountant's 
accounting software, it can help you make quick financial decisions that will help your business run better. It takes a lot of that stress off when you can see exactly where money is coming in and money is going out. It can help reduce expenses. If we know, if we start seeing every month that our computer software category seems kind of high, maybe it's because we have subscriptions that we didn't realize we need to cancel. And so we can start getting that expenses down, which is going to help boost our revenue. So running at the very least a profit and loss statement really helps you make better financial decisions and can help see the health of your business. I want you as an action item to create a bookkeeping schedule. So what I do is probably not the best. I actually wait till the end of the month to go in and categorize all of my business transactions and sit, figure out what my profit and loss statement is. If you don't want to wait to the end of every month, you can do it every week. At, pick a day, give yourself about an hour, let your software bring in all of your transactions, go in and make sure that they're categorized correctly. And that way at the end of the month, all you have to do is really run that profit and loss report. But create a bookkeeping schedule so that way it doesn't seem like too much for you. Because what happens is a lot of businesses know that they should be doing this, but they wait. They're waiting three months. They're waiting four months. They're waiting till right before tax time. And they're doing a year's worth of bookkeeping right before tax time comes. And it makes them stressed. So I suggest picking a time, maybe on your CEO day. We've talked about this early on in, in our early episodes find time in your CEO day to start balancing your books, to start looking at your transactions, because knowing what your bookkeeping is, knowing the financial health of your business will help you make better business decisions and can help you make your business grow. Are you ready to uplevel your business? Join the five-day Be Your Own CEO Challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.